about being unprofessional as we start again? Woo! It's Thursday night. Wait, let me try. Let me try. Hello, hello, hello. It's Thursday night. You know what that means? No? Yeah, I know. You want to start over? It's exactly how I wanted the show to start with you chucking a fucking can across your basement. I thought I timed it out perfect. You didn't. You should know I the time by now. We've only done 65 of these, you know? We've only plus done 65 of, these, of them. Plus all of our specials, we've probably done 69. Hey-o! Hey-o! Uh, we got our boy Bobby in the chat. JPJ and Plugo, how are my wonderful friends doing this evening? You know, besides Plugo screwing up the opening again, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I'm where I want to be. I am. It's Thursday. It's 8 o'clock. Plugo stole that from me today. You know what that means. It's another episode of Between Two Beards. We got the hard hour tonight because tonight we got a doozy following us. We haven't done this in a while. We haven't. No. We haven't. We usually have a man behind the glass. But I also was Quizplex has been dropping on Fridays the last couple months. It so we has. haven't had to worry about timing. Yeah, which we're fine because we always kill the timing. But we're only you only got us until 9 p.m. or shortly before that tonight. Because tonight, my friends, the guests on Quizplex are yeah. uh, quite the batch. Quite the batch of guests, as you can see right here. We have Judge Ben Omen. We have Stuntman Mikey. And we have from the NWA... Mr. Aaron Stevens himself, incredible, incredible, big-time guests on Quizplex tonight, right at 9 o'clock, top of the hour, here on this very channel. So once we finish, do not leave. And then following that, at 10 p.m. or shortly after Quizplex ends, our friend Bobby, who already popped in the chat, him and Papa Smokes, with another edition of Major Love Wrestling, the best MLW coverage you will find on these here interwebs. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. All right, plug up. Hey, that's a nice shirt you have on there. Yeah, I was going to say, you have a nice shirt too. Hey, hey, hey. From our girl. Wait, the Love Pro up. Wrestling Challenge Champion, Taryn from Accounting. And friend of the show, at one time co-host of the show. Co-host of the show. Taryn from Accounting hooked us up with some cool looking t-shirts. So the we back show, is dope. The back is dope as well. I'm going to try to turn around and not show my butt to the world. His whole connection is going to fucking fail. Watch this. Watch this. Look at this thing. Oh, look at that thing. Yep. Death and taxes. Tanner from accounting. Death, taxes, and boobs. Death, taxes, and boobs. Thank you, Uh, Taryn from accounting for these. Yes. Thank you so, so much. And Uh, I got a really cool, like, card, too. I put it up there. Just, it's a cat. Yep. I got a card. I got a card as well. I got a card as well. We're pretty cool. Yeah. Anyway. We appreciate her. We appreciate her a lot. We appreciate her hooking us up with some stuff like that. But we only have the hard hour tonight, Plugo. So, uh, you know, we got to get to it. We got to get to it. And again, I don't know what's happening to me. I don't know what's happening to us. But third week in a row, I want to talk some WWE. I want to talk some WWE. Uh, Drink it. What? No, I just, yeah, it's crazy, right? It's Raw's been good. Yeah. Raw again. has been better i still don't think it's Sma- i haven't seen yet. i haven't seen the great difference in smackdown that i'm hoping for that i've seen in raw I, I particularly think this past episode of raw was very very good i think it was my, the best my, one my thoughts on smackdown i think i've said this to you before i don't know if we've said it in this setting on this show um but it, i think it's because they had themselves tied into so many like hard and fast storylines that they kind of had to like yeah 
they got to figure it out. But Raw, with the extra hour and all the time, you can kind of implement new things without having to worry about like the hard and fast hour. Like we've got to worry about tonight because, like you said, Quizplex is going to slay. You might, you might see your boy on this Quizplex if you're staying tuned. You might, I might be, I might have to do some producing, tally up some scores. I can't believe they're going to let me count. I mean, they've let you do it before. If they asked you back, I mean, that's how, that's a good thing. Oh, uh, yeah. And there <laughs> well, you go. Because I was we, the only one available. Yeah, we got time. we got Bobby saying SmackDown had Shinsuke versus Gunther, and that alone was solid. hundred percent. That main event ruled. The the video package they had for the IC title, where they showed Mister Perfect, Brett, Macho Man, Razor, all those great Intercontinental Champions of yeah. the past. We we've seen them do similar things with the United States title over the last couple of weeks on Raw. I think they've made. Both the Intercontinental and United States Championships matter more in two weeks than they probably have in the last five to six years. So um, it's quite that part alone gets me excited because it's just like, hey, these mid tight mid card titles should matter, especially when you have the main two on the same guy right now. Um, so yeah, just I mean, because your your mid card should matter because that's what you build to your main event team. That's how that's U.S. title, Intercontinental title, World title. Like you get these people some reps, but if you didn't care about it like they did for so long, it's nice to see that they care. I'm so excited that they care about the IC title. Yeah, yeah. Walter, so, I'm not gonna say Walter rules. Whatever yeah. his name, I don't. They gotta figure that out. Got their yeah. But Walt, that match was excellent was excellent it was a great main event i actually thought shinsuke had a chance um but that was a really really good main event um and then we get to this ep this week's episode of raw and i thought overall again good wrestling good storytelling um it was really good it was really good we had we had a pretty good women's <laughs> there we go there's the there it is the return the return of the vice the boss thanks mrs plugo we got Bobby saying those belts, I always said, should be the main title per their brand, and the main championship goes between. Yep, I like. I don't mind yeah. that. I don't mind that. You have the heavyweight, the main, like the heavyweight champion float, and then, you know, the Intercontinental title is the main title of SmackDown. The United States title is the main title of Raw, and that's how you roll, and that's how they've been presenting them. They've been presenting them that, you know, Bobby Lashley is the main champion of Raw. That's how they've been showing him, and I love and, it. That's how they should. Yeah, and there's That's nothing wrong with that either because Bobby Lashley is fantastic. Oh, he's incredible. He's incredible. So, no complaints there for sure. No, not at all. I um, eventually would like to see him move back into that world title picture, though, and then put that U.S. championship once they've established it again as a important title. Mm -hmm. I'd yeah. be ready. For, I'd be ready for that. Oh, yeah. I love, I'm also ready for. Did you see Leo Rush tweet out a picture? Of yeah, him and, and, Bobby and I was like, "Don't play with me, Leo. Don't play with me." Hey, I, I love Leo Rush. I think Leo if Rush. He came back. Lashley. 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 Would he be doing that? Um, oh, Hundred and ten. <laughs> but I think wrong. he. I think he would just a troll. But then he'd be like, "Yeah, that shit's done." Fair. That was good. That was a was what did Jericho say? That was a bad idea from shit creative. Yeah, bad idea from shitty creative. <laughs> Amazing. Um, 
but on Raw, right? So he opened up with a, with another match, which was really good. We had a Judgment Day promo that started, but I'm okay with that. They've been building the Damian Priest and Edge match for two weeks now. So next week when they go to Toronto, it kind of already has it has a pretty decently well built story of Edge wrestling in his hometown on Raw for the first time in over a decade, and Damian Priest like that's the excitement you can understand when it comes to building matches, even if it's not long-term, it's just for a few weeks. Like how many times did we come to a raw or a SmackDown and we had no idea what was on the show. And then all of a sudden two or three hour day of, or two or three hours, we're getting all, this is happening tonight. These are the matches. These are the matches to have, you know, for the last two weeks. Now we knew that Ciampa was fighting a week in advance for the United States championship. We knew that AJ Styles was fighting for the United States championship days in advance. We've known for almost two weeks now that Damian Priest and Edge were fighting in Toronto. And I think that is what we need more of on the TV shows. Give me a reason why, why, you know, people like you and me, Pluggo, we're going to tune in every week because we're wrestling fans and we've been doing it our whole lives and we're used to it. And that's what we, it's part of our, it's part of who we are. Right. But like, if you're a casual wrestling fan, and you see, oh my God, in two weeks, Edge is wrestling on Raw? Okay, I'm going to make sure I watch Raw in two weeks because I know he's wrestling. You know what I mean? Like, I just think it creates, it just creates stories. It creates build. It want, it makes you want to watch Raw because you know you're definitely getting a good match. You yeah, know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with building. I Yeah, like you said, I always, that kind of took me out of Raw sometimes would be like, it'd be oh, it's brutal. You know, 745 and they'd be like, tonight, this is the match. And it's like, oh shoot. You know, like, I don't want to sound like such a nerd, but I will appointment view things. If I'm like excited, yeah, of course. For it. I'll be like, I, I don't want to go out Monday. Cause I get to see edge. Yeah. You know, if, if that's who you're into, like, but if you're just like, oh, it's 745, like we might have this match that you saw last week. Well, all right, I guess I'll skip it and watch it later. But, <laughs> no, I've just been pleasantly surprised that, again, not everything we've talked about this too. Not everything is hit. Not everything is where it needs to be. They're still working on things, but you can see it. And one of the things that I saw that I really enjoyed was like the the women's tag match on Monday with Nikki yep. ASA. It was very good. Drop, and she came out and didn't look as cartoony and over the top. Like she looked to fit the bill with Dewdrop. They gave them time. They both look good. Hopefully, eventually, they drop the Dewdrop name. Drop mm-hmm. the ASH gimmick for Nikki and just let them be the bat. But they're starting to slowly get you there, which is and that's a good tag team right there. That's a really good pairing oh, yeah. of them two together. If you let them, you know, like you said, not be a superhero and not be a person named Dewdrop, and you just keep them as a team, but have them, you know, just be a, a formal women's tag team. That's a great tag team. That's a Unless really good. Unless you tag team. plan on bringing Eva Marie back to manage Dewdrop, then the name needs to go because that's why she's called Dewdrop. Because of Eva Marie. Yeah. So you need to get that stank off my girl Piper Nevin real quick because she's yeah. a badass. Yeah, you do. But that was a really good match. That was the first match of the show. Um, oh, Lawrence, what's good, buddy? Yeah, Lawrence. We're saying dressed- he, even we dress alike. <laughs> you see? Look, of course. We, get, we gotta hook we get- up. Our, our girl, our girl Taryn hooked us up. We gotta show some love. She's wrestling at LPW seven against Veda Scott. Sure is. We're sure just is. telling the people where we Veda is an amazing talent in the ring and on commentary. Mm-hmm. But we stand for Taryn from accounting. So we got to rep our girl, your LPW Challenge Champion for over 300 days. 
This is a compliment for me, bro. This is a compliment. I love Burton Ernie. What are you, what are you trying to take shots? Because that's fine with us. Yeah, I love Burton Ernie. I'd be the Burton Ernie of love wrestling any day of the week. You know what I mean? I'll be whatever this place needs me to be. I'll be whatever this place needs me to be. Yeah, wherever I need to be, we'll be there. Yeah. The Moss and Brady of uh, love wrestling. I'm okay with that. Who's Breaking Brady, records. though? You? Yeah. I'll be Moss. That's fine. Well, I'm whatever. Whatever. Either way. Because I'm an unpredictable personality. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that'll work. You're, you're very like. Uh, usually... I like Lawrence. He's like, it was supposed <laughs> to be a compliment. Good. Well, that. Lawrence, while you're here, no. How's it going, buddy? <laughs> Good to see everybody here in Keep the chat. Keep those compliments coming. You're, you're, you're yeah, I mean, we, yes, I yourself. am not against compliments. So if you have yeah, compliments, yeah. hand them on over. Don't just compliment uh, and run, friends. Like, yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know what I liked? And this this ended up being like there wasn't a large story behind this match or anything like this. But Ciampa and the Miz ended up fighting Cedric Alexander and Mustafa Ali. And they made Cedric Alexander and Mustafa Ali look like a legitimate tag team. They had some time, they wrestled really good. They they lost, as you would expect. You're gonna expect Ciampa and Miz to get the victory here. But I like them. We're seeing people coming back into our TV screens. Mustafa Ali now in the last three weeks has been a part of two very good matches and has looked very excellent in both these matches. We all know how good Cedric Alexander is. I think that's a good tag team, like an underdog tag team that the crowd would really get behind. I really, I really feel that way. Like, um, call me crazy, right? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and I might be going on a limb here and I might, this might be a hot take. So strap oh in. Oh if the chat blows up, I apologize. Oh Cedric boy. Alexander and Mustafa Ali are fantastic professional mm -hmm. wrestlers. Yeah. So what, what would, what would help get them over with the crowd? Just letting them wrestle. <laughs> mm -hmm. Not a shitty gimmick, not a two minute match. Let them wrestle, and guess what? People will go. That was awesome. Mm -hmm. I agree. We've all been we've been Mustafa Ali fans day one. I can't believe they dropped the retribution thing. I even to this day thought they could have saved it. They could have made it happen. Well, if they actually gave a shit about what was happening, you could have right. made it at least last longer. And then when they put it, it in that, I was like that first promo that he cut in as the leader. I was like, yes. Yeah, gonna be I agree. Cool. And then they fumbled it. And then they didn't know what to do with the guy. And they keep trying to make this guy. They, they kept trying to fit him into a box that he couldn't fit in instead of just using it. Like, the dude is money. So I'm excited. Yeah. And Cedric Alexander, you know Big Swole was excited. You know, oh, of course. Business was back in business. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, yeah um, no, put those two on my TV screen. Let them wrestle. Yeah, Is let them have great matches and lose a little bit. And then the crowd will get behind them and be like, damn, we want to see these guys win. And then you have that underdog tag team. They're high flyers. They're exciting to watch in the ring. They're charismatic dudes. Like, dude, I see that team, and I'm like, yeah, dude, that's like, yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to, I'm trying to compare them to old tag teams, which I don't want to do. But it's like, I like, you know, like that's that typical the Hardy Boys when the Hardy Boys were younger, yeah. like younger before they became the yeah. freaking Hardy Boys. But like the Hardy Boys, like that young, high flying, up and coming, like exciting team to watch that does cool shit but always lost until they became the Hardy boys. Like yeah. I see that kind of potential. If you keep those guys together as a tag team, like, Oh shit, they're going to have a tag team match. Well, we're going to see some flips and some cool ass moves and it's going to be fast pace. And they're going to, you know, like you just got to keep running with shit. Like and that. it's proof too that yet yeah, you eventually need to win winning. Definitely 
is the way to, to get to the top or get yeah, over of course. all that fun. But you can but still tell a good make, story. Yeah, but if you make them matter and you tell mm-hmm. them, that's where I was going. You tell a good yep. story and you make them matter and you let them look strong, mm. people will get behind them. So 100%. It's weird that it took this wrestling, this sports entertainment wrestling company, this long to figure out, like, oh, if well, we just, just took on... a competent, it just took a competent person to be <laughs> because, actually yeah, you, you running have, the show. You have three hours in your program, and yes, there's spots where you need two minute matches and you need squashes and you need honky tonky finishes and all this shit. But ultimately, like, you have three hours to fill. Why not fill that with a lot of great wrestling and then put the rest of the pieces in? And the shows have been flowing. That's the thing too. Like I'm look. I used to like look up at the TV or at the clock because I'm a clock watcher when I watch wrestling. I don't know why. It's just always something I do. And it just would. I look up and be like it's only eight forty five. Like what yeah. the hell? Like what yeah. the hell? But now you're looking up and you're like, oh shit! All right, two hours flew by and I'm having a great time. This is awesome. Yep. So and speaking yeah. of a great time, well, for before we get there, the well, family photo. With Ezekiel in the hospital bed, the family photo of all of Ezekiel or Elias, whoever you want to, him playing dressed up as his whole family. I think it what was his father's name, Eugene or something like that. It was like Eugene, whatever. Uh, hilarious, hilarious. Even the little kid, the li- Ezekiel's name. even the little kid was like it was Ezekiel, just kind of dressed up as a little kid, just going like, yep, just giving a face to the camera. Hysterical. But speaking of exciting and good wrestling, we have to talk about, in my opinion, this was the best sequence segment into a match on the show, on Raw, that I've seen in a long time. This Drew McIntyre, Kevin Owens uh, thing that happened on Raw was incredible. It was absolutely incredible. Drew comes out. He cuts a promo saying how he wants to become uh, un, uh, what is it? undisputed universal, whatever the hell it is, champion. Yeah. He says that the reports of his That's back. That's why they being, need to drop it because it's so hard just so to long. say. What is it? It's the undisputed universal world heavyweight champion, correct? Is that, WWE was that right? WWE world heavyweight champion. Well, so, is it, so it's undisputed universal WWE or is it WWE undisputed universal it's world? It's something. It's something. It's too many fucking words. That's what it is. All of the words it's are too many words. words. You decide where they go. Oh my goodness. But anyway, it's like one of those things with the magnets with all the different words that everyone can just like make their own. Yeah. Um, but no, Drew McIntyre comes out. He says that the reports of his back being hurt are true uh, because he's been carrying this company on his back for two years. And he tosses out, like he says, hey, like I'm going to beat Roman for these titles and think about all the matches that we can have that we haven't had yet. He mentions Ciampa, Karrion Cross, Seth Rollins, AJ Styles. And then all of a sudden, we hear Kevin Owens' music. And Kevin Owens comes out. He cuts a very passionate promo. He says that he's found himself, and he's the prize prize fighter. He's the prize fighter again. Um, That's what we love. Oh, my God, yeah. And then he says that every champion in WWE, and he named, he went through the champions, they're all the target. And McIntyre shoots back at him, and he said he thinks it's time to stop talking because uh, and start fighting because, quote, we are wrestlers inside a wrestling ring, so let's just friggin' wrestle. That's exactly what he said. Then it led to a match, and the match was also excellent, as you would expect between these two gentlemen. They went back and forth. 
multiple segment match. It was fantastic. Yeah. It was fantastic. The only thing that was kind of a bummer was the ending, but I get it because you're not going to have McIntyre lose and you really can't have Owen lo Owens lose either as you're like presenting him again as this monster prize fighter. So the Usos getting involved and then Owens stunning McIntyre and kind of leaving tall, leaving the segment as the, as the one on top. Um, it continues to make him look strong, even though technically he got the loss due to a disqualification. And you know, you what, know I mean? what else it does? It builds you a challenger for if he does, if McIntyre pulls this off at Clash, there's a story ready well, to even, go. Even if he doesn't, though, because if you remember at yeah. the end, Roman, I mean, uh, Owens off, you know, they've been doing a lot of talking, not with the mic. That's been a thing I've noticed with Triple H, how they're talking to each other, but there's no mic. Yeah. Owens says something to the Usos and he goes, hey, Us, he goes, you tell Roman he still owes me one. Because if you think back, wow. Owens was one of Roman's That's first right. challengers post the Uso story when he was champion. And they had three very, very good matches that Roman could never beat him clean. He always needed help, which he does for most of his matches. But he always needed help to beat Owens. They had a, they had a cage match on SmackDown that was one of the better SmackDown matches that I've seen yeah. in a while. And Owens got screwed. He was about to win and he got screwed. So, I mean, it opens up for everything. It opens up for, like you said, if McIntyre does win, well, Owens is near the top oh. of the line. And if Roman retains, well, guess what? Owens remembers. Owens remembers. Hey, you owe me one, buddy. And so, I could see, and I could see Owens being like Owens could be a guy that could do it too. But I if also they present him right. See Owens being the guy that says, you know what? I don't. I just want that WWE championship, or I just want. I could see him being like him coming up with some clever way to be like, you know what? I don't want to speak for the universe. <laughs> I just want to talk because I don't want to have the universe have to deal with Texas. It's true. <laughs> Something like that. It's true. But no, it's um, awesome to see. It's great to see like them building these storylines. McIntyre didn't look goofy. I love that he was. He got, you could see how giddy they both were when he oh, was like, yeah, "We're wrestlers. Knew. We're yeah, wrestlers." Yeah, yeah. McIntyre was waiting to say that line he that whole so time. He was excited. like, "Oh and then yeah." Owens was like, and Vince was probably in his chair, like, "God, what the hell? Why are they saying that?" They're su they're superstars. We're a movie's come. We're God. Uh, but anyway. The anyway, Rock will never come back now. I digress. I digress. Um, oh. No, but you could tell. You could tell how excited they were. They knew that they were on fire on that promo, and they knew they were going to have a banger match. Yeah. And they knew it. And they're like, "Dude, we're two of the two of the best guys here. Like, we're, we get to do this." Like, you could tell that they were ready to go, and they performed. That whole the 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 whole promo was good, but the Owens part of the promo was just masterful to me. It was spectacular. And, you know, I'm biased. He is my favorite main roster performer, like, by leaps and bounds. And I'm very happy that now it seems like he's being positioned to be in the main event scene where he should have always been, not doing Ezekiel stuff, not doing bullshit halfway, you know, filler stuff. He's Kevin Owens. He's one of the best overall talents you have on the roster. Like, the dude should be floating around the world championship at all times at all times so 100 percent, 100 um that was really the main part of raw i wanted to discuss because it was just like i was like watching on my couch that's all folks peace no 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 because aj styles and bobby lashley had themselves a good one too that i want to talk oh. about for a little bit um
But I was literally like watching that on my couch. And like as the promo was going on, I just kept on scooting up. I was like, oh, okay. Like you guys are. And HCW Sports, our friend, 100%. 100% if my mouse would ever want to work. Uh, <laughs> KO, KO, KO. Yeah. Yeah. He was the he was the the star of the show on Monday for me. He was, and it was fantastic. He's just always been a guy that's just been different enough. Like he just has a different vibe about him, and you mm-hmm. just gravitate towards that. Like yep. I would love to hear somebody who doesn't like Kevin Owens to tell me why. And I and I, I mean everybody has their own. Every wrestling subjective. So I'm not going to say you're wrong. I'm just curious mm-hmm. as to what he doesn't do for you as a professional wrestler. That's all. Yeah, and I think he's he's someone you can, that you has proven those to our DMs at. <laughs> he's someone that has proven that if you want him to be a heel, he can be a very good heel. You want him to be a babyface, he can be a very good babyface. He can be funny. He can be a psycho monster. He can do anything you want. He got Ezekiel over. The reason why that Ezekiel thing worked at first and was actually one of the better things on the show was because of Kevin Owens. Like that was the reason that that was working. He has been handed chicken shit a whole hell of a lot of times and turn it into chicken salad almost every time because the dude is an all-timer he's an all-timer he's fantastic and let's shout out hw sports one more time and last week we had the human oh yeah we did isaiah moore on if you didn't check out that interview go check that out with an up-and-comer who wrestles oh yeah that guy that guy is going to be someone we'll be regularly talking about on this show uh very very soon that guy's going to be he already is real real good that guy's going to be mainstream real real good Real, real soon. So go check um, that out. It's on the socials. Yep. We, uh, we then have, we, yeah. we, we got, we got a presence. We do. We try. We try our best. <laughs> uh, Veer Mahan came back first time in a while. Uh, he beat the crap out of some guy so that we saw Veer back. I missed so, that. Cause I still, I watched the Hulu version and they cut that. Oh, they cut that one out. They yeah, cut that, that one sense. out. That makes sense. Uh, we then had the United States championship between Bobby Lashley and AJ Styles. Second week in a row. And maybe it's just me. I agree. I agree. It was. Uh, it was. It was a very good interview. Definitely go back and check that out. Um, That's what we do. Baby. Second week good in interview. a row, and I might be just maybe I'm just old and I, I my memory is just shot because it is. But like, it's the second week in a row that the ten o'clock hour has started, and they'll have a big match at the ten o'clock hour, which I like. But then I'm going into the and I'm like, what the hell is the main event? I have no idea what the main event is. Last week I had no idea. We yeah. had no idea that the main event was going to be Miz and AJ Styles until we were already into the third hour. And tonight they had a sequence in the back, a segment in the back with Theory and Ziggler earlier in the night, but they never told us that was going to be the main event. I assumed that Bobby Lashley and AJ Styles was going to be the main event. They come out at 10 o'clock and I'm like, what the hell is the main event going to be? And then, you know, it ended up being Theory and Ziggler and they had a good match, but it's second week in a row that I've, I've, I've noticed that they're, the main event uh, has like not been has it been set in stone. Set not, in stone going into the end of the show. Uh, and yeah, there you go. Late nineties are on Nitro Baby yeah, Boom. Yeah, I mean that's what it feels like. That's what it feels like. Um, but AJ Styles and Bobby Lashley had themselves a fantastic match, as you would expect. Um, but I like that too. I don't. I mean, obviously, if you've got like. Punk Moxley, you're gonna you're gonna announce that to get the viewers. Of in. course, but if you're trying to, you know, that's been always the problem with Raw when they were set in the main event was like trying to keep our attention for three hours. Like, 
all right, this show's dragon, dragon, dragon. And then you're like, oh, that's your main event. All right, click. Mm -hmm. But now they're keeping us intriguing. So, yeah, I agree. Um, Bobby Lashley did retain. However, during during the match, uh, they abruptly went to a commercial because we saw Dexter Loomis again uh, come from behind the announcer's table through the crowd and cause a disruption. Corey Graves got in the scuffle a little bit. Um, yeah, so they let How long until Graves is in a ring? Until he gets dark, get physical, uh, physical. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We'll They've see. They've been teasing we'll it see. since SummerSlam. Yeah, we'll I, wouldn't I wouldn't mind him versus Pat McAfee at Survivor Series, though. No. Um, but they – the I, I really like this Dexter Loomis stuff they're doing. I really like it. It's not in your face. It's – there's a lot of layers to it. It's a slow burn. We still don't really know his motives. We don't know why he's there. It seems two weeks in a row that he's targeting AJ Styles. It seems like it's been both during AJ Styles matches. However, the Miz and Ciampa have both been out there as well at ringside for both times. So it seems like he's somewhat involved with AJ slash Miz slash something. Yeah. Um. But we don't really know, and I love that. I love it. Next week, one of the things that I turn into Raw for is like, oh, I want to see more of this Dexter Loomis stuff. Like, that's what I want to see. Maybe um, he's on like this. I, I would love him to be on like this awesome like revenge tour. Like Cross was like, I was a discarded toy. Yeah. And you guys threw us away. I would love to see Loomis just go on this like, y'all got rid of me. Well, I'm about to just shut this whole shit down right like and just start picking people off one by one kind of deal because i don't want to i like dexter loomis a lot oh, yeah. like I, I enjoy him but he has a ceiling like let's be real with the character yeah. he plays like his ceiling the, is in the what? way because they're gonna bring the way back i think that's what's i don't know here. dude johnny's on to look at i don't want I don't, next week it's it's, uh, it's true yeah i'm surprised gargano isn't trending right now as we speak i just i just tweeted at him because he's giving away copies of man i'm gonna see if i can score one from johnny hey gargano that'd be dope imagine i, go I got a free it. copy of man from johnny gargano hey that would be cool instead of going and buying um, it this weekend and being disappointed <laughs> that's all but, i've heard is it sucks <laughs> what madden yeah I mean, it's the same thing every year. It I is what it is. It. I haven't bought it in four years because it's that, but I, I feel like it's time to update from night. Well, they, they, I haven't dived. I have it. I haven't. I haven't dived into it yet. Hold on. Pause the, pause the wrestling talk. We're going to talk about video games now for two minutes. Right here, um, I have Madden. I have dabbled. I'm still kind of rocking MLB the show. That's kind of where my, where my, where my zone is. Um, but I've dabbled and th th it's, it's the same game. It's I'm, the same I'm, game. I'm getting it. We're, if yeah, yeah. It's the same game now. We'll according ready. according to them and according to EA and all this stuff, they put more focus into the franchise mode. I grew up as a franchise kid. I'm, I'm a franchise, franchise guy, guy in Madden. And I know that franchises in video games in general have kind of gone by the wayside. Everything's more online and more. And that's fine. MLB The Show, I mainly play online now. Like, I get it. I'm not, I am not against adapting and moving where the crowd goes. But when it comes to Madden still – franchises that's yeah. that's where my heart is that's where my mm -hmm. heart is and the franchise mode hasn't been updated or given a shit about in madden in what feels like 10 years what feels like 10 years i don't know what what does millie mean no millie huh what well huh what you'll, you'll have to explain that to me i don't no, know what that no. means i will say this like i'm the same man i'm a franchise guy i'll play um 
I'll play the ultimate teams and stuff, but I don't get as deep into it because ultimately I just get destroyed online because I don't spend thousands of dollars on it. But and the NBA, a, the 2, NBA 2K's franchise mode, dope. Yeah, I love it. I yeah, love it. so I'm I'm hoping they said they put more things into it. The franchise experience should be better. I'm hoping, but I haven't dived in yet. Oh, we got our buddy Cole popping hey, in saying hello, you wonderful bearded what? gentleman. You just caught us talking about Madden for a few minutes, uh, but and we're technically here, talking about Raw. You're going down in fantasy because we got the league is set. We're gonna the league is set. We do have a between two beards fantasy football league. I that'll be a league that I win regularly. Um, <laughs> just throwing that out there. I'm a far superior and advanced fantasy player. But You're for- all gonna be kissing my ass. Uh, yeah, yeah. But while we kissing my ass, everyone's here. Again, we have the hard hour. We got about 25 minutes left tonight. Nine o'clock, Quizplex with Spark Mouth. We got Judge Ben Omen, Aaron Stevens from the NWA, and Stuntman Mikey. Quizplex every month, nine o'clock. We love being the lead into that awesome program. And then yeah. after that, of course, our boys Bobby Munson and Papa Smokes do an MLW coverage, the best MLW coverage on the on the planet. By far, hands down. Mm-hmm. Shout out to NWL MLW regular Alex Kane, our boy. He got married. Yeah, he this got week. married. Good for him. Congratulations, Congratulations. To him. Friend of the show. He's been on this show before. We had him for a full interview. We did a serial draft with him, if I That's remember correctly. Right. So um, we've got you covered tonight. Thursday nights we is do. the place to be. Right we here. That cast of guests on Quizplex is fantastic. Aaron Stevens from the NWA, former Damian Sandow in WWE. Like, that is a – that's a big get. That's a big get. Awesome. He's a fantastic. He should be a good time. Uh, that whole show is going to be a really, really good time. So stay here. Pluggo said we'll probably get out of here in like 20 minutes because Pluggo is going to be producing that show. So Actually, it's going to be Lawrence. Oh, you gave it off. I called in a favor. Wow. Unbelievable. Professional Pluggo leaving. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but we'll be in we'll be in the chat. We're definitely gonna be watching. I thought Pluggo was originally supposed to, so I was gonna put him over, but I guess he was like, no, no, no. Uh, not not that. I just I wanted to share the wealth and <laughs> I'm dealing with a little bit of a headache tonight. So oh, like a, no. and I'm playing hurt. So yeah, hey, thought, MVPs make MVP. I would have I would have went through. I would have went through it. I would have played tough, but if Lawrence Lawrence is an awesome ho- producer, awesome dude, that's a cool mm-hmm. spot. I you know what? I don't I don't want to take all the shine. All the time. That's fair. Could it's fair. We we could, but you know, we're yeah. givers. Um, I really don't think anything else on Raw was uh standing out enough to to chat about. Um, so obviously, you know, we do all elite sidecast on Wednesday nights. Every Wednesday night at eight p.m., we we watch along for AEW Dynamite. Uh, and last night was kind of a big one. We saw a massive return. Last night, as the main event was yeah, a trios Kylie tournament match, yeah, that was true too. And she had a great <laughs> that's the return, and, right? Yeah, and her and Tony got some uh, some time, and they had a they had themselves a good match. Um, You're not talking, but the main event, that. no, no, the main event was the trios tournament. It was Andrade, Roosh, and uh, Dragon Lee. It? Dragon Lee, sorry. Andrade, Roosh, and Dragon Lee versus the Young Bucks in a mystery partner 
And that mystery partner was everyone that most of us thought it was going to be. It was the return of the cleaner, the one, Kenny Omega, the only Kenneth Omega. from North Carolina, the Omega Kenny. Man, the Omega As- Man. Um, it was a good main event. A little sloppy. Kenny looked rusty. He did. He looked like he might not have been like 100, 100%, but he was there. He had all the greatest hits, as you would expect. They won. They will be moving on. I am expecting them to win the trios titles uh, in now, this tournament. I don't know because I don't, I've never had it, but he wrestled so long with Vertigo mm. that I wonder what it's like to wrestle without it. True. You know what I mean? Like, because I would think if you have vertigo, and I've never had it, but I know and you're adjusting that to that your whole time you had it. Yeah. So you're wrestling, and you know that my brain is seeing things a certain way. So I need to adjust because this is not real because of the vertigo. Yeah. So if you're wrestling for that like that for a long period of time, and then you get back in the ring after a long layoff, and you don't have that vertigo, like, does that take a couple seconds to be like, oh shit, this is like real. Everything feels yeah, normal. Like, yeah. I'm not. I'm not making up for a 45 degree angle that my eyes are telling me. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah, maybe yeah, that could have that could have had something to do with it. I, I saw a little bit of the chat. I didn't spend a ton of time on the internet today because the shoot job, but like I did see that you know I did see the haters being like, why would they bring him back if he's not 100? percent He wasn't the uh, seven star classic Kenny Omega. This is your voice that you did last night, trying to replicate it. He wasn't seven star. He wasn't Tokyo Dome Kenny last night. Why would they bring him back? I think that that's part of the the show, and I like that aspect. Like, but I think yeah, because, I think Kenny was like, playing into that too. Well, because in regular sports, like if Tom Brady comes, he's not going to come back from an injury and just throw seven touchdowns and not look a little sluggish. I mean, yeah, 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 he he might. Know. Tom Brady, whatever you get, what I'm saying. Why, would you, use, why would you use him as the? Or they put a, pick a, a basketball player on a minute on minutes restriction. Why would I pick it? Tom Brady is a schmuck. What? It's the greatest player to ever play sport. Besides, my Bill point Russell. is that that's part of sports. Is you have a little ring rust. You have a little, you know, you come back as a pitcher in baseball, and they put you on an innings restriction because you're not fully ready, but you're back, and they don't want you to blow yourself up. The first night back, so me, I liked it. I thought it played into the story they were trying to tell. Mm-hmm. The Bucks get it done with Omega, and it didn't look like they, they didn't just run away with it. But he'll each week he'll get better. He'll mm-hmm. get healthy, and, and you know, AEW released a little like uh, post post match uh, thing where Kenny was talking to to the audience there, and he said that at the beginning. He goes, "Look, I'm going to get better. I'm going to get better every week." Like you know, it wasn't. It wasn't my best performance tonight, but I'm back. I'm healthy. I'm ready to go, and I'm going to get stronger and better as we do this. The second round will be a lot better than the first round. Yeah, and, and the second round's for two weeks away, so he gets yeah. Time so he's to got kind of- time to rest. He can rest up. He can wake up today. He probably woke up today and had those, um, what I'm assuming, you know, bump aches that you probably he, you're probably so used to from doing it for so long. But he hasn't been wrestling in a while, so he probably woke up and had that familiar kind of like if you if you don't go to the gym for four or five months and then you go back to the gym. That first day after your first workout back, you're like, oh, my fuck. Oh, God, I'm dying. You know what I mean? Like, he probably had that, and he was like, all right. And he gets to rest, and 
get better and better as as we move on. So it's part of the story, guys. Just let it play. Smart mouth in the chat, the host of the Quizplex. We were just talking about. We were right? just talking about it. We mentioned it a few times. Smart mouth will be the host tonight at nine p.m. on the button. Um, so make sure you stay you stay tuned. And we got yeah, Ashford in the chat. In the hello, house. hello. Good to see you, Ashford, in the house. Um, yeah, we'll steal the pose. Yeah. And then I think, you know, we got about 15 minutes or so left. And I think on Dynamite, there were some other good things that happened. The two out of three falls match with Danielson and Daniel Ooh. Garcia was very, very good. I, I know you and I said on the sidecast, we were kind of hoping that Garcia would win, you know? Um, there you go. I, I did. I did want him to win because I thought you just, you make him. Yeah. Now we can't have Danielson taking a bunch of losses, but Garcia yeah. got the first win. And then Danielson ultimately got it done. Yeah. But Garcia came out of that thing looking like they, they, they're very high on him because they well, put him in big spots. He main events a lot. I think he's main evented dynamite more than anyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he's up there. He's yeah. up there. And the, the crazy thing is, you know, and we talked about it last night, but after the match, Danielson wins. Uh, so Garcia wins the first fall. And he, he chokes Danielson out to the point where he doesn't tap. He kind of passes out. He wins the first fall. Danielson then rallies and wins two straight to win the match. Which was and weird at, that they had him pass out. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, like, and, then, and they yeah. didn't like they didn't say that he needed a break before the next fall started. Because I'm thinking he passed out at the first fall. That mm-hmm. was kind of I would have had I would have had Garcia maybe pin him, or I might have done like Danielson gets the first fall. Garcia makes him pass out of the second, and then they explain like he's got a chance to re, you know, recoup before we start mm. the third fall because it was just like he passed out already. Like, what do you do with that? But, I mean, they just they, immediately started counting. They just, yeah. Garcia was like, "Hey, count! He's down! Like this, this ain't stopping. Yeah. Count!" Yeah. Um, but yeah, Danielson rallied back one, two straight, and after the match, Danielson stays in the ring. He kind of. Tells the crowd to give Garcia a hand. He's clapping for Garcia. Um, and he offers a handshake to Daniel Garcia. And it looks like Garcia real is going to, is going to, bro. Yeah. And it looks like Garcia is going to say, hey, man, cool. Like, I'll shake your hand. And Jericho attacks Danielson from behind, uh, mm-hmm. which I'm assuming is going to set up that match at all out. We'll see Chris Jericho versus Brian Danielson. Um, and it got to the point where Garcia physically, pulled Jericho away from attacking Danielson more. And Jericho's kind of looking at him going like, what the hell did you just do? Do you know what you just did kind of thing? And he's got he's got his finger and his face and things like that. And Daniel, uh, Garcia slaps Jericho's hand out of the way. And it looked like there might be a little dissension in Yas. And if you remember, I mentioned it last night, but if you remember... When Danielson cut that promo with Moxley way, 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 way back when, before the Blackpool Combat Club was even a thing, the three names that Danielson mentioned, the three names. <laughs> there we go. Our buddy, our buddy here, Castle Warsman. Garcia sports had such a potential as a sports entertainer. Entertainer. Sports entertainer. Um, but if you remember back to that, yeah, Brian Danielson mentioned three names: Wheeler Yuta, who was already in the Blackpool Combat Club, Lee Moriarty, and Daniel Garcia. 
And now, even though it's been, you know, four or five months, Claudio's in there, Yuda got in, all these things, we're seeing the seeds being planted of Garcia maybe eventually leaving Jericho and joining the Blackpool Combat Club, which I think is kind of where he belongs. And it is very good storytelling, and as Astrid says. It's very good. Ties. And then eventually Lee will get in that too. Like that's going to happen. Those names I, are mentioned for a reason. I actually feel like so. Th- Oh man, the you TF, know exactly. You know exactly. Yeah, the backs are. I would try to turn around again and show off the back, but man, that hurt last. I have to take. Mm-hmm. But these shirts rule. Shout out to the challenge champion TFA for these badass shirts. Anyway, yeah. So yeah, the Garcia story. It, it's it's all tied in. Like I know that I listened to podcast in the interview when he talked about like yeah, it would have been an easy layup to just go with Danielson. Like he had a choice anyway because mm-hmm. he really didn't. Um, so he, he linked up with Jericho, which isn't a bad thing, but he's also got that tie when he got into that car wreck with him, Blackwood and Puff. And there was one more. I can't remember when he was on the indie scene, Jericho paid for all their medical bills and that go yeah. fund me. So he has a loyalty to Jericho on a personal level too. Um, Mox will be the seventh. We're going to end our last 10 minutes is going to be on CM Punk Mox <laughs> and kind of the story that came out about CM Punk today. So we're going to, we're going to dive into that in a moment. It's Cause he's not a quality. I want Plugo to finish it. I'm going to let Plugo finish his thought, but, but I think at the end of the day, I honestly believe like, I know that there, him and the Blackpool combat club makes sense. Him and Yaz has been great. Oh yeah. I think he's going to break away and just do his own thing. Maybe. I, I have this feeling like it's going to get to this point because he's like, you can't control me, Jared, blah, blah, blah. I think he's just ultimately going to be like, you know what? I don't need any of these groups because he's becoming, in my opinion, he's one of my favorites to watch. He's becoming just a star. Yeah. The way Sammy was, but they for some reason it just didn't hit with Sammy. I don't think that's oh it hit with Sammy, and then the whole Ty Conti thing happened. Right, but that's what I'm saying. It, it hasn't but... hit where he could just be his own person. I think yeah. Garcia... That's not going to happen with him. I think his wrestling and his abilities and his his skills on the mic, I think he's ultimately just going to end up doing his own thing mm-hmm. and being his own star and leaving Maybe. both of them in the dust. I think that's going to rule. I'm excited. Maybe. I think eventually what will happen, I think he's going to join the Black. I, I think those names were mentioned for a reason. And I just think that they're going to be in the Blackpool Combat Club because, the, I mean, I think there was intent behind those three names being mentioned in that first promo. And I just think that's what we're going to get. And then I can see down mm-hmm. the line after the trios titles, you know, because they're going to float around the big heavy hitters. They're going to float mm-hmm. around the Young Bucks and Kenny and Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish. But once they become more of like, not mid, like not mid card, but like, you know, established yeah. trios teams, I could easily see the Blackpool Combat Club having a trios team of Yuta, Daniel Garcia, and Lee Moriarty and them running with those titles. And that would be chef's kiss. To me, that's, but we'll see. That, that's either way, bad, that's not I'm bad excited. either. I just feel like either Daniel way. Garcia is. I think he's. Separating I mean, he's still himself. so young. He's only 23. Like he's I got know, time. You know what I mean? So good, but that, but that, I don't like that though. I hate that. Like, oh, he's young. He's got time. If he's hot and he's on, just run with him. Yeah, now. but who you? you because you, you got, never know what's going to happen. So I agree. Hurt, but you got mouths you have to feed. We're all, we've already heard that CM Punk is unhappy now. All of a sudden, well, now if all of a sudden there's another guy in the main taking shit away. I mean, I'm just saying. You got I, 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 you I got just, people you got to feed. But you got it. You, you got you got as much as I love Daniel Garcia too. There are guys higher on the food chain that need their spots way before that motherfucker. But that's does. what we. But here's the thing: we said that shit with MJF too. Like, oh, he's young; he'll get his shot. And look what fucking happened. 
I mean, nobody's heard from the guy. It he's gonna, might, he's gonna show up and be in the Royal Rumble. That's he might happen. be, but that's but, what I'm uh, saying. But you're, but that's what I'm saying. In AEW, you built on these young guys. You, yes, the stars, but you gotta, you gotta feed them too, or you're gonna have nothing. Yeah, but you can feed them by having them have prominent roles. They just have yeah. to know, like, hey, like. I'm not saying tomorrow put Garcia in the yeah world the world titles picture, revolving around I'm you know like Miro needs to go up there Malachi Black like there's other guys on the roster of that eventually need to in my opinion sure before 100%, Garcia but if the iron is hot and the dude is money and he's proven himself at 18 19 20 I don't care put him in the spot see if he could f- swim there that's all I'm saying the Danny Magic. As well, Daddy Magic should get a title shot for the love you know, of God. they should get tag title shots at some point. I, I, I actually agree. What are we waiting that? for? Swerve and Lee versus the Daddy yeah. Magic. Like, let's, go. let's go, let's go. All right, so we to got end 10 the show minutes here. left. We're gonna talk yeah, to, to end the show box. here. Um, and here we go, Zach heading off to go meet up with the guests. Have fun uh, with we'll that. Be, That's good. Oh, rule. yeah, and just about just about under 10 minutes from now, nine o'clock, that'll shot. be starting. All right. Eastern Standard. So we have the opening of Dynamite last night. We see CM Punk opens the show. Uh, I'm going to save what he said at first because he addressed Hangman Page. I'm going to save that for after because that kind of goes into a certain report that came out today about whatever. So let's talk about the Punk Moxley portion of this promo. Punk, uh, he says, you know, John Moxley has a lot of fans. And he goes, I understand that. He goes, but you know what? John Moxley has always been number two. There's always been someone that's been better than John Moxley. And right now, I'm the guy that's better than him. He goes, hell, John Moxley is the third best guy in his group. And that seems to be something that has gone out through throughout his career, uh, which was obviously a knock at the shield and, Ma- and you know. Dean Ambrose and things like that. So I thought that was a nice little touch. Teddy, that was a nice little touch. He should have said fourth. Kurt Angle? That would have been. No, come on. No, that, that would have been That's amazing. just disrespectful. That that's just disrespectful. That's what I'm saying. Get disrespectful with that's it. That's just disrespectful. Out of it um, <laughs> but yeah, so he cuts that promo. He's, he's kind of digging into some old, you know, WWE Shield references. Then all of a sudden, Moxley comes out. And Moxley says, hey, man, like you think that that microphone has power and you think it matters what you say. Everything you say doesn't mean shit. What means shit is when we fight in this ring and I'm better than you. <laughs> we got our friend Big Ben in the chat. He says, controversial take time. CM Punk is good at saying words. Uh, on, yes, I would. On, hold on, hold on. Hot take. Yeah, you got to spit that water out. That is a huge <laughs> hot take. What? <laughs> words? CM Punk, he's good at it. <laughs> Ben, so, yeah, calm down, bro. Calm Moxley down, comes out. Take. He just says, you know, he goes, you talk a lot of crap. You talk a lot of crap, but that don't mean shit. What matters is what we do in here. And I got heart and soul. I'm the heart and soul of this company. And I'm going to beat you. And they kind of exchange words. They have a little bit of a brawl. It's a pull apart brawl. They pull each other apart, you know, a couple times, one of a longer. And that was the end of the segment. Um Fire it got me damn excited for this thing. match. And then all of a sudden we found out later in the night that this match is not happening at All Out in three weeks like we all thought it was. It's happening next week on Dynamite in Cleveland, Ohio. So obviously Johnny Gargano is, you know, going to interfere and be a part of it because it's in Cleveland. So obviously Johnny because Gargano is going to do something. you can't beat CM Punk in Chicago. The riot. 
No. Sorry to bring all the fire from the get-go, but you know what? It needed to be said. Hey, so we're happy you're here. Yeah. No, man. we're happy we you're here, you. brother. You're the man, and yeah. you bring that fire. If you got any other controversial takes, you feel free to shoot them this way. <laughs> we got worse with saying bad conduct. Oh, that's hilarious. But yeah, um, I, I, I love this opening segment. I thought it was it got me pumped up because it's Punk is back, and he's tweening on that, like, I'm ready to just blow this shit up. Mm-hmm. And not be Mr. Like, because I love CM Punk, and my favorite CM Punk is obviously obviously shit heel CM Punk. And when he's just glad handing, like it's it's cool for the first few months, like you're glad handing, you're happy to be back, everybody's excited, the punk return tour. But then it's like, oh, you know, I'm just gonna try my best and eat yep. my no, get out there and be CM Punk. And he did that last night, and Mox does that all the time. Yep. Mox is very good at words too. Yes, he is. Throwing that out there. Yes, he is. And we even saw a little bit later in the night, Tony Nese was coming down for what was, I'm assuming, supposed to be a match. And Moxley just kind of took him out from behind and went right in the ring again and yelled, Punk, let's go. And they kind of had round two. Uh, Oh, he says, controversial take two. I hope local yokels get destroyed on SmackDown tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. It's in Montreal, correct? Montreal, Canada tomorrow? Because Raw is in Toronto, so they're doing SmackDown from... Montreal, Quebec. That's cool because that, you'll get to see some nice indie talent. From you'll see some Canadian indie talent. You'll also see good crowds. Canada has great crowds. Uh, Bizarro World, as they used to call Toronto. They don't get up there like a ton. So, like when they get up there, you guys. Show I mean, it's out. been a while. I, I mean, I they've it. had to have been up there since the return of the pandemic or whatnot. Since, but like, but like since it's like you know, but like oh, Montreal. Hey, look at I'm from Boston. I. Canadians, Montreal Canadians? No, no thanks. So you don't have to you don't have to convince me that the people of Montreal are hot garbage. I don't have hot garbage. I don't know because where you're at, you're closer to Canada than maybe I am. I don't know. It's just I don't even know why we're you would think we would be a rival with like the New York Rangers or like something like that. Montreal is the team that the Bruins I don't have a lot of beef with anybody up in Canada in terms of like sporting teams or anything like that. You know, so, I love you, Wordsmith. You know, you are exempt from my hatred of Montreal Canadian exclude, fans. Excluded. I don't even, I don't even hate Montreal people. I just hate Montreal Canadian fans. So if that's all of you, <laughs> I apologize. But Gar- garbage is garbage. garbage. Canadians garbage. They have the number one pick in the draft for a reason. They suck. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. Welcome to the hockey talk portion. Hey, oh, I'm a jack of all trades, bro. I can talk hey, anything. Talk we do anything it all. Whatever, <laughs> he, goes, he goes, that's fair, but fuck you. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> and then there, Ben says they flip him off whenever he tries to wrestle for them. How rude. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah, no, disrespect. But, all right, we, got, we only have a few minutes. our boy, Big Ben. But I do, I do want to touch, because a report came out today, Fightful Select reported, that the thing that happened at the beginning of CM Punk's promo last night, where he kind of called out Hangman Page, he challenged. Challenged him to a cowboy shit. That's coward shit. Oh my god, plug you dropping off right at the end of the show, right now. I just I just got this the black circle with the of death for you for like I a split see second. you. Are I we good? No, yeah, you're good. Oh, but you I, disappeared I, for a split second on my feed, and I was like, tell me this guy's gonna drop out with two minutes left <laughs> in the show. Please tell me. You did that really um, cool thing where you talked really fast, and I was like, maybe it's him because yeah. I'm still good. Anyway, yeah. go, go, go. But um, so apparently a report came out today that CM Punk potentially is unhappy. Uh in AEW, and he was really unhappy with a couple promos. Um, oh, that's that hangman, you froze. 
Oh, maybe I froze. There you go. I don't know. I First, look fine. I look perfectly fine on my anyway, thing. Anyway, anyway. Um, but yeah, so it's they're saying that CM Punk might be unhappy and that he was very unhappy with a couple promos that Hangman cut during their feud leading into Double or Nothing. Punk said that he thought Hangman went into business for himself. Um, and then there were some people, this was not confirmed. I just want to say it was not confirmed, but there were some people uh, in the report that said they thought it was to the point where like Punk might have not shown up last night to Dynamite or even potentially quit the company. Um, so something we needed, I know we can't really dive into super Which duper detail about it. I said in our pre-show meeting, and I'm a Punk stand. that's kind of a bitch move. Just saying, like, come on, Punk. Like, he didn't and, say you know, anything Punk said that thing out go, of pocket. Yeah, and he said, word of advice for you. He said, the, uh, what did he say? He goes, the apology <laughs> needs to be as loud as the disrespect. And you <laughs> got, God. yeah, you got Joe Vibe. And first of all, great name. Great, great name, name, the Joe Vibe. Terrific name. Uh, give us a follow if you haven't. That's for those, that is a terrific those, name. That's for those diehard wrestling fans that call everything back. Like, that's just that's just punk. Yeah, punk being upset with management is a throwback. Punk 100%. Upset he nailed it. He nailed what? it. He nailed it. All right. Well, we got to get out of here. We'll dive into this CM Punk news more in the future, as I'm sure more stuff will kind of come out if there is fruition and truth to no, what we're hearing. We should just do a surprise stream this weekend. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Hey, you never uh, know. But stay tuned here. In just under two minutes, we are having Quizplex right at the top of the hour at 9 p.m. with special guests Judge Ben Omen and Stuntman Mikey. And from the NWA, Aaron, Steve Aaron Stevens, former Damian Sandow in the WWE. That is a huge set of guests. Smartmouth, awesome. who was in here earlier, will be the host. It should be another excellent edition of Quizplex. Plugo and I... <laughs> Big Ben <laughs> says I'm not judging shit. Neither am I. Are, 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 I is, he, is he a is Ben Omen a judge or is he asking us to judge him? Because we're not gonna judge him. He's on no. Quizplex. In no. our mind, he's goaded because Quizplex exactly. rules. Smart mouth rules. That's all. Wrap I'm it saying. up. Wrap it up. Oh, we got forty. We got a minute and a half. I know. Uh, we want to thank RK Athletics. We want to thank RK Athletics. Uh, they are one of our first true sponsors. You can go give them a follow at RK Athletics One on all social media platforms for personal training, nutrition help, just wanting to feel physically better. Rich King and the gang over at RK Athletics. They're the group you want to go see. So go give them a follow and reach out to them at RK Athletics One. We want to thank Manscaped. You can go to manscaped.com. You can put in that promo code Love Wrestling and you'll get 20% off. And you'll get uh, free ship and wear plug Worldwide, Worldwide, wide. wide. World, this is the Excalibur portion of the episode. Yeah, worldwide. Wide, that wide, is manscaped.com, promo code Love Wrestling. Let us know we sent you there. Let us know you're loving our sponsorship with them. Uh, Plugo, you can follow him at Plugo underscore right there next to his name. You can follow me at Joseph underscore Poolin Jr. right next to my name. You can follow us at B2Beards on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. There you go. Big Ben, Manscaped, makes your nuts go boom. Get them. on that note, up. stay tuned to our socials. We got a lot of stuff going on. Stay right here for Quizplex and Major Love Wrestling after this. It's been a hell of a show. We got the hard hour. We got to leave right now. Peace. Peace. TFA for life, baby.